Well, if you're on TikTok, you've probably seen my next guest, Police Constable Sean Shapiro, a.k.a. the TikTok cop, is here today. Hey, Sean, thanks for joining me. It's my pleasure. Do you like being called the TikTok cop? <laughs> TikTok cop, TikTok traffic cop, Sean, it all works. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about how you ended up on TikTok. Uh, well, first off, I, I used to be a motor squad officer, and uh, and that's what I, my, I, I loved doing. I was a regular officer on the road, uh, but I had a collision. So I found myself looking for other things to do and working behind the scenes in uh, the media and education area of policing uh, became an opportunity. But TikTok wasn't on the radar. That was very much by accident. Uh, we uh, we were investigating something that happened. Uh, there were some kids skateboarding off the Gardner Expressway onto Lakeshore, the video was on TikTok, so we opened an account and then one started putting other content on there. One day, the account had a new button. It said, go live, and the rest was history. Wow. Was this also a part of just the pandemic and trying to stay connected with people in the city as well? Certainly, the office that I, was, uh, that I had become a member of was very active in doing trade shows and becoming uh, available in person to, you know, to create those discussions and opportunities with members of the public. And because of the pandemic, we couldn't. So we had a lot of uh, extra time. <laughs> we yeah. started putting that into to new resources, creating videos on YouTube, uh, you know, focusing on social media, and then this opportunity to actually have discussions, a live stream. Uh, changed everything. And I think that its success was really catapulted because of the pandemic and because we had an audience that was bored at home. Yeah. Now, how did you get specifically chosen? I think about the fact that I literally, Sean, just opened a TikTok account a couple months ago. So, you know, I, I feel like TikTok is this kind of weird land that people are still trying to figure out, like all the youngings know it, obviously. But uh, yeah, it just seems like this foreign territory. So were you like on TikTok already? Did you understand all of the nuances that come with this brand new uh, social media platform that everybody was jumping on? So truth be told, I was first introduced to TikTok from a friend of mine or by a friend of mine who said, you have kids, you need to know what's going on on this platform. So I created an account, uh, had a look and very quickly realized it was not a platform I wanted to be on. And that was at the early, the early stages. Yeah. There was nothing for me there. Uh, I felt like I was, I was snooping into a, you know, through a people. It was very, very odd. Uh, so I, I removed the app. So, uh, you know, it wasn't until I was reintroduced to it because of an investigation that I really gave it uh, any, any credence that it needed to be part of my life. And then uh, I did a lot of reading. I did a lot of research. And one thing led to another where I, where I became uh, the behind-the-scenes guy for other content and then started putting our own content out on the platform. So uh, it, it, it was very much by accident. It was a collision that caused me to get it off the road, right. but it was an accident that I, uh, that I found my way to TikTok. And so you now have over 500 and something thousand followers. Um, some of your videos get hundreds of thousands of hits, not a, if not millions of hits, and they're really mm -hmm. just answering people's common questions. It's simple stuff. We're, we're, we're coming very close to 600,000 followers on TikTok, and yeah, it's, it's a ton of questions, and it's something as simple of, as can I drive without wearing shoes, or, or do I have to wear my seatbelt, uh, or, or how much over the speed limit can I go? It's very simple things that people want to know the answers to, and and when one person wants an answer, obviously there's more than one person thinking the same thing, and we we answer to many people. We, we go live Monday to Friday from 10 to 11, and during that live stream, we've had up to 40,000 people in the room, wow. and they all want to know the same answers. Wow. 
Okay, so I have a question. Can you drive without your shoes? Like, <laughs> is that a in, thing? In Ontario. Yeah. Yeah, in Ontario, it's legal. I grew up thinking really? it wasn't, and I think it's the influence of American television uh, that, that, that suggested it wasn't. Now, it's not a good idea, right. uh, but it's not illegal. And the same goes for driving with the interior light on. I grew up thinking it was illegal. It isn't. Not in Ontario. And every jurisdiction has its own laws. So Ontario's Highway Traffic Act is different from Manitoba's and so on. Uh, the basics and rules of the road are the same, but the nuances about uh, about equipment and uh, and laws can change. Okay. What are, what are probably the three top questions that you get on TikTok? Oh, it's, it's got to be the fact or the question of how much can I legally speed? Okay. Uh, or at, at what speed will you pull me over? Those are the, those are sort of two one on the one on the same mass differently, yeah. and, uh, and then it, it, oddly enough, tinted windows. Uh, they want to know just how dark they can make them, okay. and is underglow that uh, you know pink purple light that uh, sits under the car and makes the ground yes. glow beneath you. Yes, they they very much want to know what they can do with that. Is it legal? And it it depends. And uh, but but it's it's interesting how much attention that video. I have a I have a tinted window video that has over seven million views. Seven million views. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, this people also, get very angry. People are angry about the tinted <laughs> people, windows. Well, they they want to go as tinted as they want. They don't want they want to pick their noses in privacy, and and it's not legal. <laughs> they want to pick their nose in privacy. I love that. But does that make you, I mean, you know, I think this is brilliant for the Toronto police to do this, right? To just, just to bridge that gap. You know, you're a friendly face, you have a great voice. And so do you find, like, is some of the feedback positive? People are like, yeah, we, we like Sean and, and he's giving us great advice. There, there's been a lot of support. And uh, I, I, of course, really appreciate that. It wouldn't be possible without the support of, of, uh, of our command team. Uh, it is something that they've gotten right behind because it, it it's we, all the research we've done through surveys and uh, communication has shown that it's been very positive. And of course, the numbers don't lie. People are coming back and, and asking for more. Yeah. Have you gotten any online hate? I mean, that's also always a thing on social media. <laughs> well, it's funny. I know that if I if I upset people, I get much more attention. You know, uh, we we had a video where uh, a woman professed to not stop at stop signs or red lights because those are for cars, not for bicycles, and that got a lot of traction. Blog TO was calling me for an interview. She was being interviewed. So, mm -hmm. and then there was a lot of there was a lot of support on either direction. And there were a lot of upset people in the cycling community. There were a lot of upset people in the car community, and they were battling it out in my chat. Uh, it was very interesting to watch, but certainly, uh, I get people who absolutely disagree and hate the police and everything I say is, is evil and others that really support and appreciate it because, uh, they, they even have gone so far as to say they're, they're better drivers and safer for, for, you know, participating with what we do. Hmm. What's the craziest thing that you've seen on the road? On the road? Yeah. Oh, craziest is, 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 is an extreme. I mean, I see things every day that I think are horrific. Uh, something as simple as uh, the number of vehicles daily that don't put their their headlights on mm -hmm. at, you know, five in the morning when I'm driving to work, yep. they're, they're ghost cars. They're invisible. They're driving with, you know, little LED uh, daytime running lights on thinking that they are being seen and can see. Uh, that's very scary. And it's something subtle, right? Uh, but I also see people driving at 130 on the 401, and that's unacceptable. Yeah. Uh, so, But in terms of the wildest, I mean, I've seen some very aggressive uh, maneuvering where although traffic's traveling at an average of 130, someone's doing 150 or more weaving through traffic. And and I have to only imagine that that person is impaired by drugs or alcohol because uh, that's not behavior that's normal. Right, right. 
How do you decide what questions to answer? I'm assuming that you probably get thousands of questions every day. Do you? Oh, it's it's a nonstop uh, spinning reel of, yeah. of chat. I can't keep up with it. So uh, I, I have uh, another officer who helps monitor uh, the chat to see if there's anything interesting to pick up. But I'm, I'm very often just scrolling through uh, the Q&A functionality that, that TikTok has. And I'm also simulcasting. When I go live on TikTok, I'm also on Instagram Live. I'm also on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we're on Twitch, LinkedIn Live. Oh. Like We're everywhere all at the same time. We're simulcasting. And, uh, you know, We'll, we'll get different types of questions depending on the platforming because the age group that's uh, that's most common. But I, I, I am looking for stuff that uh, is is first off relevant because I'll get stuff like uh, uh, you know, do you like chocolate M and M's? Like they'll just ask ridiculous things. Uh, what what's your favorite donut? Which I have answered in the past, but it, it it's it's very it's very random, and I and it, it, we'll try and keep it as chronological as as we can. Yeah. I saw a funny video. We have a minute left, Sean, and we'll take a quick break and come back with you. But I saw a funny video that you did where you answered a question, can you do a donut in a Tim Hortons <laughs> drive through Which I thought was hilarious. And you well, seriously and answered the question. Well, they're talking about doing donuts on the parking lot, right. so I, 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 you know, which is stunt driving and absolutely yep. prohibited. Uh, but I, but I also, uh, you know, took it to the fact that we were standing in a Tim Hortons drive-through uh, for a for a, a an appreciation event for law enforcement and and first responders. So I, you know, I had some fun with it. I had a similar one about crossing the border, and I made it all about chicken wings. So uh, <laughs> got to find your humor and roll with it. I love this. All right, we're going to return with Police Constable Sean Shapiro, a.k.a. the TikTok cop. You are listening to Toronto This Weekend on 640 Toronto. We're back with Police Constable Sean Shapiro, a.k.a. the TikTok traffic cop. Thanks for uh, <laughs> hanging around with us, Sean. I I'd love to That's hear your thoughts on some of these news stories that have popped up. Uh, Pembroke OPP recently unveiled a designated parking spot uh, to provide a safe area for those buying and selling items online, which I think is genius. So, you know, if you buy or, or you're selling something on Facebook Marketplace or, you know, Kijiji or Craigslist, instead of bringing somebody over to your home or meeting them in a parking lot or a Tim Hortons, they've created these designated parking spots where you can do it in a safe in a safe space. I think that's a great start. I mean, th there's so many scams and and. Uh, out there, whether you're buying something that you think is legitimate and it turns out to be a fake, or you're going there to buy something with a ton of money in your pocket, and you end up getting robbed. Putting it in the safe area that's covered by by good lighting and video surveillance is a, is a good move. Yeah. Uh, but buying things in the secondary market can be risky, regardless, because we're hearing about people buying phones uh, uh, from people secondhand. They look good, they sound good, they test them, and then they're being deactivated because someone's putting in an insurance claim. And, uh, and the company is then disabling them. So there's other risks beyond the, the stuff on the surface. So uh, first off, buying from a reputable dealer, a reputable dealer is probably a better way to go all the way. But saving money is real, and I understand that. So taking good steps. Now, I know that not every police service is doing that. I don't think we have it in Toronto, but there's lots of other places that you can feel safe and, uh, and secure when making these transactions. Well, tell us a little bit about that. I mean, you know, as you said... Saving money, especially with the economy right now, is the name of the deal, right? Like we're, we're all trying to save some money. So if you are buying or selling something online and you have to meet that person, what are some of those tips that you can give us on how to do that safely? 
Well, I, again, lighting and video and, and uh, having as much information as possible. And if someone is, if, if you ask them for their driver's license or identification so that you can keep a record uh, of your sale because it could be phony uh, stuff or you, you're concerned about scams, if someone was reluctant to do that, I'd be concerned as to whether or not it's a legitimate deal. You know, I, I bought this microphone that, that I'm using uh, secondhand. It's an expensive microphone. I was shocked to find out that there are... Uh, copies, fakes that are being sold as real. And I went through copious steps to find out after I already bought it that mine was legitimate, but I was nervous. And buying something for a few hundred dollars that's that's really just a few dollars of value packaged to look like something, you're getting ripped off anyway. Yeah. Being in a well-lit uh, public place is also key and also bringing a friend as well. Absolutely. And, and there was also a tip in this article that I read about not selling from your home, which I think, you know, how many times have all of us done that where somebody, because you're thinking I'm in a safe space. Why is that? Why can that be scary or not well, the right thing to do? Keeping your personal information personal is really a good idea in general. I, I don't even leave my ownership inside my vehicle because I don't want people to find out where they live should they break into my truck. So uh, there are so many things to to guard against and inviting people into your home to have a look at what you've got for security or for valuables just gives people an, an, an inside look as to what they could uh, catalog steal from your home. Uh, so yeah, keeping things at a at a third party location. Shopping malls are good too. Mm. Uh, they've got tons of high quality video as well. Yeah, another story uh, that was circulating probably in November is Tesla drivers can finally use vehicles self driving feature in Toronto's downtown core um, after the company was able to remove the digital barrier in the technology. There are some concerns about that still, though. There's also a lot of misunderstanding. Mm. Uh, in Ontario, we have uh, you know different levels of autonomy, and they and and truly, is, I should say, uh, assisted driving because autonomy doesn't start in levels four and five, uh, and that is something that you cannot buy right now. the The full self drive that that is reported for Tesla is really just another level of driver assist. The driver behind the the wheel is responsible for everything that happens. You have to be pay, paying attention to the road. You have to maintain uh, constant and regular contact with the steering wheel. It's not autonomous. You can't take a nap. And people are confused because they think this is punching an address and have a nap, uh, you know, wake me up when I get there. That's not the case. Uh, the the level of, of uh, self-driving feature that they're operating under is actually legal under Ontario law. And that provision or restriction that cut out the downtown core was self-imposed. And they removed that once they fixed their software and were comfortable with it. But, you know, people say, well, what happens if a, if a streetcar uh, stopped and the car didn't? Right. Well, then you as the driver have to stop the car because that's your responsibility at all times. So there's there's, there's no time. You, you still have to be switched on and paying attention. You just can have your arms, you know, off the wheel uh, until it does check in again. And it's no different than the, the software that's on the Cadillacs that does the same thing. Uh, but theirs is quite rightly only on the highway. But that's because their choice and their uh, their liability that they're concerned about. So even if you're on the 401 early in the morning and, uh, you know, you put into self-drive, you're still, you still have to have your hands close to the steering wheel. You can't fully just, you know, relax and, and maybe, uh, let go and think the car is going to get you to your destination. Well, the, for the ones on, for other than Tesla's, they're very much just follow the road. For the Tesla, will make left and right turns, but it's very much beta software. And uh, beta software and and trusting your life to it is something I wouldn't do. Uh, it may be very good, but it can also have errors, as we saw when it didn't react properly uh, to streetcars in Toronto. 
uh, you know, it, it also can fail. It, the biggest problem with Teslas in the beginning was that it, and it was never purported to do it, but it wouldn't stop for red lights or for stop signs. It didn't recognize them. This new release of the beta software, which you have to opt in to get, uh, will now allegedly see stop signs and red lights, but it's possible that it won't. It could also confuse a, red, a green light with a red light. So you have to be switched on. You have to be pay, paying attention. And it's not for someone who wants to have less work. It's for someone who's testing software. You're, you've got to be more switched on. And I'm sure there are people who are going to abuse it, and they're going to use their cell phone or may even think that this is a way to drive home impaired. Uh, they're going to end up arrested or charged if they do that. Yeah, so good. Oh, so much great information. Again, uh, Police Constable Sean Shapiro. So if people want to find you on TikTok, how do they do that? Because, you know, people like me are still trying to navigate the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the easiest way is go to is to go to trafficcop.ca. That's a, a link to my link tree, and that'll take you to all of our social media platforms. And there's also a couple of great links that will help you if you're buying a used car or if you're loaning a vehicle to a friend. The, the used car one will check with the RCMP to see if it's stolen. Uh, the other one will check the driving status of a friend uh, to see if their license is valid. Because if you loan your car to a friend and they are suspended, you can be charged under the Highway Traffic Act for giving a unlicensed person a car. Interesting. And if people want to send you questions, do they email? How do they do that? So on the uh, through the link tree, you can go to our Volley Space. It's a community group where you can send me video, voice, or text. It's a community group. There's 125 or so people in there right now, and you can ask us questions. And those questions uh, will also get you priority into uh, the show when we go live. Uh, but you can get us anytime there. Uh, additionally, you can email, but really the social media stuff's way better. You can get us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. All of the platforms are uh, are available. And when do you go live usually? Monday to Friday, uh, but it's from 10 to 11. Uh, but I am on vacation as of right now and okay. won't be back until the 28th. Well, happy holidays. Thank you again, Police Constable Sean Shapiro, a.k.a. the TikTok Traffic Cop. My pleasure. Anytime. <laughs> You're listening to Toronto This Weekend on 640 Toronto.